Previously recorded in Cookville, Tennessee, it's the NFLs on NFLs.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFL is a podcast where two amateurs um, incorrectly pick more football games than they pick correctly. I am Jacob Wilkinson. I'm Drew Wade. Um, I'm rocking a solid five and seven for the week here on Sunday night. Uh, yeah, that's uh, something also we should mention. Um, it's Sunday night. The Chiefs are still playing the Raiders <laughs> as we speak. Um, we don't normally record this early in the week (laughs) um typically we record on tuesday or almost always wednesday but um because of thanksgiving one i'm gonna start being busy tomorrow and two i would like to get this episode up pretty quickly because uh usually i try to get it up on like thursday afternoon before the thursday games start but i don't not that anybody on this planet actually cares about this podcast, but I don't want anyone to be like, oh, well, great. I'm going to have to listen on Thanksgiving Day to hear what their picks are for the Thanksgiving games. So yeah. we're recording now in the middle of a football week, so we don't know the results of the Kansas City game, don't know the results of the Tampa Bay game, but we're just going to rock and roll with what we know. I'm writing a solid 5-7, and seven, but if the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers both come through, I will be rocking a seven and seven for the week and catch up to Drew in disagreements because he's currently one ahead of me. Andrew, what is your score line at this point in time? Do we have to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, I am sitting at a solid six and six, uh, totally neutral for the week. 500, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. If the, uh, if the, if the Rams win tomorrow, then I will be at four and two on the week as far as disagreements go. And I think that'll widen my lead for the season up to two whole games. So there's a lot on the line. Ooh, um, la la. Come to <laughs> Tampa Bay tomorrow night. Um, How boring is it? How boring is our show that we had six disagreements and we're probably going to, there's a decent chance of us going three and three and the score being exactly the yeah. same. <laughs> well, you can, Blame, first of all, blame Doug Peterson for having awful play calling. Um, you can blame the uh, Green Bay Packers for blowing a huge lead to the Colts. And twice. Then <laughs> yeah, twice. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, basically those two things. Otherwise, I potentially could be sitting at 5-0 uh, and o right now in disagreements. But yeah. those guys I- had to screw it up. If we were recording this on Tuesday, Drew also would have said you can blame Tom Brady for throwing for 850 yards. On <laughs> yeah, that's probably likely against this. <laughs> the Denver Broncos won a football game today. Yeah. Um, cost me some money. Not really. I didn't have any actual money in it. It was, it was really just free bets. But I would have won like 60 bucks had the freaking Dolphins won. Mm-hmm. And of course, their hot streak ended to the Denver Broncos, the powerhouse out there in Mile High. But uh, that's that's cool. I I like to see the Broncos win. So um, I saw Rocking a graphic a four earlier. and six score line. Four and six. I saw a graphic earlier that had the AFC playoff race, and the the Broncos were in the hunt. So they do this to me every year, man. They're like, "You guys are in the hunt. Let's go." Don't get sucked. 
Don't get sucked in, man. I'm not. I refuse. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we're like three days away from some guy on like NFL Network being like, I give it to the Broncos more than anyone else at this point. They look crazy. I my sleeper pick for the AFC, <laughs> the, the Denver Broncos. They do this every year. Like we're like five and eight. No, like, you're gonna end eight and eight in the playoffs, and then it's like <laughs> five and eleven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but apparently we got two benched, so let's go. Yeah, I wasn't. Sh- I they were talking. I don't know if he got hurt. Like there might have been like a precautionary measure to it, but he also wasn't playing great before he got benched. So maybe a little both. If the Broncos beat the Bills, which they won't, but if they <laughs> do, they will have swept the AFC East. I just want to put that out there. We're three and zero. That's, That's three true. of our four wins. You, the Broncos have more wins than the Eagles this year. The Eagles, uh, bad, bad football team. <laughs> are the Browns good? Did you no, watch? Did you the Browns watch? Browns are not good. Browns yeah. are not good. A good team would have beat the Browns today. A well coached, a well coached Eagles roster would have beat the Browns today. But the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles are not that. So. Dude. I don't even think the Browns can honestly miss the playoffs at this point. They're like what seven and three. Like they'd have to, they'd have to be really bad for the next few weeks. Yeah, and I think they've got another easy game coming up that we're gonna not easy. No game is easy, I guess. But let's see who are they playing this week? They're playing the Jags this week. So guess who's gonna be eight and three after twelve? It's the Cleveland Browns. Historically in the AFC, it takes like nine wins is almost a lock for wild card. And that was in a world with two less wild card spots than there's going to be this year. So I think, I think the Browns are kind of, I last week egg on my face. I said, the dolphins had the best chance of making the wild card in the AFC and they probably still do. But I mean, that's after, you know, the, the, titans and the colts because i guess not even the ravens are really that much of a lock anymore but i don't know the ravens still have to play the browns again actually and the last time they played they won by like 30 points so yeah that's why don't get me wrong i certainly think the ravens will be in in the playoffs but at at one point at one point it was like between the steelers and the ravens for first and fifth and now i think there's a pretty clear indication of the Steelers being first seed, and and it's really just a question of if the Ravens are going to be able to clinch fifth or sixth, even like there's. I I wouldn't be shocked if now, especially with the head to head to the Titans, like there's a pretty realistic chance of the Ravens being like seventh seed in the AFC with like the Titans being the the fifth and the Browns being the sixth, and then the Dolphins or I guess the Broncos being the eighth seed, but it won't be <laughs> us. I can tell you that much. Anyway, enough of this nonsense. The playoffs aren't for another five weeks. Today we are talking about week 12, Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving week. I know everybody's really excited to watch the Lions play and watch the Cowboys Cowboys play play. on Thursday uh, (laughs) afternoon. So we are going to have a good time. Do you actually like watch the Thursday football games? My family always ends up like distracting me the whole day and I never get to watch them like on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They're always on. So I'm always like at least half watching it. So they're almost never good, interesting games. No, they're not. You're right. Like this year, like Um, 
the Lions are hosting the Texans and the Cowboys are hosting Washington. Like, yeah, catch me not talking to my family to watch those games. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but then again, there's just that, I don't know, that tradition thing of Thanksgiving. So we're going to watch these football games. Yeah, it's weird that that tradition somehow circumnavigates the, the night game because Ravens at Steelers, that's a good Thanksgiving game, but it's going to start at like yeah, 7.30 and nobody's going to think of it as a Thanksgiving game, which is silly. But yeah. anyway. Probably the best game of the day, like by far. <laughs> yeah, easily. So I'm starting. So let's go with, uh, like I said, the Detroit Lions, the, the, the less – obvious thanksgiving <laughs> regulars um will be hosting like we said the houston texans uh the lions coming off of a <laughs> a fat a fat goose egg <laughs> against the carolina panthers oh. <laughs> just like every everybody expected yeah and then oh, wait Oh wait! <laughs> in the Texans, um, this is actually one of the disagreements that you that you picked up a win on today. Um, yeah, baby. Took care of the Patriots, Patriots. and now have against that dangerous Patriots team. Mm-hmm. And now they have two wins. So <laughs> no, they have three. Oh, but, sorry. but they've beaten two teams. So <laughs> they beat. We're two the of Patriots those Jacksonville and the Jags twice. Yeah. <laughs> So one so, win. So yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> one actual win. But even that one's like a is it? Aren't they like three and nine? Or that no, that's not three possible. And three and seven. Eight, seven. Seven, yeah. Okay. Cause I was gonna say worse than the Eagles. Because I was about to say it's crazy to think that the Texans can't hit five hundred, but that's not true yet. So <laughs> um especially after this fourth win they pick up on Thursday, because the fact of the matter is it's finally time for the two of us to admit that the Lions are terrible. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Just like every week, they look so different. Mm-hmm. They're, they're zagging on us. Like, oh, we're kind of good. Just kidding. We're terrible. <laughs> who, did they, who did they play last week? Do you remember? Week 10? Yeah, they played Washington and won. So. Washington. Oh, okay. Well, I guess anybody really can look good against Washington yeah. except for the Cowboys or the Bengals. But. They got smacked by Minnesota, who's like one of the most inconsistent teams in the league. Like Lions are not looking good. Um furthering the narrative that the NFL is just wacky as heck this year. This season is as a simulation, but part of that simulation will be uh the Lions losing at home on Thanksgiving. So congrats, Texans. Four wins, three teams. That's a really big deal. You guys are in the hunt. Let's go. Honestly, um, <laughs> imagine the Texans win out and end up stealing a wild card spot. That would be another wild card spot for another year. <laughs> that would be such a Texans thing to do. Like Absolutely. Th- that team, I cannot imagine for that team at any point being like one in five and be like, we might not be terrible though. We do this every year. I promise right. we might be good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Crazy. I'm gonna be picking the Texans. Uh, I will. I will do the obligatory fire Matt Patricia before you get to it this week. So fire yes. Matt Patricia. I'm taking the Texans. Fire Andrew. Matt. Um, 
Dang, I was hoping you were still going to be holding on to your Never. Detroit Lions hope. <laughs> My 11th so, favorite team in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I will also be going with the Texans in this one. They had a really good offensive showing today. Um, 27 points isn't like spectacular. but uh, it's it three away from spectacular. Three away from our coveted. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> um. But they did have a pretty good showing against, like, I mean, as bad as the Patriots have been this year, their defense has been pretty solid. So it was good to see the Texans actually click on offense a little bit. Um, the Lions just getting shut out by a uh, a Panthers team that a hemorrhaging uh, Panthers team <laughs> hemorrhaging didn't have Teddy Bridgewater uh, starting PJ Walker at quarterback, former XFL star um, Cameron. <laughs> raves about this guy uh so i need to put some respect on his name uh pj walker is going to lead this team to something but anyway that's another team that we're not talking about texans yeah. are gonna be the lions <laughs> there we go oh that's the wrong so anyway uh let's see what, what about that coin has to say about this one coin is going with the Lions. Is there 16 games this week? Yay, we're back. Every team is playing again. Oh, sweet. No more buys. It's the <laughs> most wonderful time. <laughs> All right. And fittingly, I get to talk about this fun next Thanksgiving game where <laughs> two teams in the NFC least, ha, 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 it's funny, uh, showdown as Washington travels to play Dallas. Um, who cares? These teams stink. <laughs> Dallas, the, although they are both coming off a win. Thank you for not saying week. suck on my podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, come on. There's no, there's no place for that on this. <laughs> uh, um, Andy Dalton is back, though. Led Let's the go. Cowboys to a hot W today in Minnesota. Actually, I don't know if it was in Minnesota, but it was against Minnesota. Uh, so I, I guess I'll be going with the Cowboys to win this one. I would rather they didn't cause I like to see them fail, but, um, I think with Andy Dalton in at quarterback, I think they're a more complete team than, uh, Washington. So I'm going Cowboys. I thought you were going to say then with Dak and I was like, Whoa, oh, definitely that's not. a hot take Dak with Dak. This is like the favorite to win the NFCs this year by far. Yeah, I agree. I don't even think it would be close. I agree. Pepe hands. Yeah. Time zero flies on. I will also be picking the Dallas Cowboys um, because Washington winning two weeks in a row would be an insane thing to happen. Um, So Cowboys obviously looked a little bit rough there. Like when Dak first got out and they got like, smacked by uh, Philly, first of all, but also I, I don't remember which game it was. Oh, yeah, when the last time these two faced, Washington beat them 25-3. to That was the game that blew yeah. me away so much. Um, but I think that it's a, it's a little bit better now. Um, like, they, they obviously have, have found some sort of footing. Like, when I looked at that game, it wasn't really, like, the Washington defense keeping Dallas to three. It was just like the Dallas offense, not really knowing like what they were going to look like um, without Dak. And 
they're scoring points now. So they obviously have kind of figured that out a little bit. So um, Washington beating anybody in this division twice in one year would be an insane thing to happen. So I just, I'm not going to be a, the person betting on that. So yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys here. So that the first game between these two teams, uh, Andy Dalton went out pretty early with a concussion. So Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, they were on their third string. Yeah. Ben Denucci. Yeah, 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 yeah. They will not be leaning on him today, and they'll be leaning on someone who actually is an NFL quarterback. So also what is what is Dallas's win rate on Thanksgiving? Do you know? I don't know. I bet I could find that very quickly. Cowboys uh, Thanksgiving win rate. There's this thing called the internet. 29, 18, and 1. So, they yeah. tied on Thanksgiving. Wow. So I that, hope that happens again. That looks good for them. So. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Cowboys. <laughs> Next up, we have, we have a real Thanksgiving game. The Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Um, let me take a look at the Steelers' remaining schedule so washington uh buffalo cincinnati indianapolis uh cleveland so yeah pittsburgh sitting at 10 and 0 is looking probably at at least 14 wins for the year 14 and 2 or 15 and 1 yeah i i de- i don't think they'll go 16 and 0 but i do think they'll they'll end with 14 or 15 wins yep. and i am going to go on record and say that this will be one of them the Ravens um, are obviously not having the decline that some of last year's breakout teams like the Niners are having. Like it, it's clearly been a little slower, but um, lots of just frustrating losses for the Ravens. I think that they're just stumbling a lot right now and having a hard time really narrowing down what that was. We talked a couple of weeks ago um, when they went into their bye week uh, after the last time they played against Pittsburgh. Um, actually, sorry, before, before they played Pittsburgh uh, last time how they were coming off of a bye week and um, how their coach had said that like he was frustrated with the games that they had had, especially like um, like playing a pretty close one against Philly and yeah, getting beat by Pittsburgh and how he like wanted to like figure out how, why that had happened and um, like fixing that. And just because of how dominating that team was last year, I assume that that would be, basically as easily said as done, but I don't, uh, I don't think that that ended up being the case because they are looking even more shaky coming out of the, coming out of this on the other end. Um, Pittsburgh is not the most dominant number one team in the league that we've ever seen, obviously. Cause like people are actually like, there's articles being written. That's like, is Pittsburgh the best team in the league? Which like you don't, you would never see for any other 10 and O team. And I don't know if that's because, of their schedule or just because of how much of a clown fiesta the league in general is right now. But all this to say, like just on a, on a regular day, Pittsburgh has just proven themselves to be much more prepared to win a game like this than Baltimore. Um, so I am not going to fall for it twice. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. <clears throat> for some reason at the beginning of this, I thought, for, for however you were phrasing it, I thought you were going to pick the Ravens to win this one. And I was like, Ooh. 
Nope. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to be going with the Steelers as well. Uh, something we've harped on a lot in this show is that it's crazy how much better this team is this year mm-hmm. than last year with just a quarterback that knows how to play football. Uh, so really uh, cements the fact that Mike Tomlin is a great coach, got a great culture going there. And mm-hmm. Literally 10-0 and 0 a year after they were 8-8 eight and eight and – looked like a horrible mess yeah and now uh i also agree i think they'll be 11 and 0 after this week um so things are looking very very good for the steelers this year. yeah it's weird because out of those remaining games like i know they'll lose one or two of them but i almost feel uncomfortable like picking those losses like i don't feel like i actually yeah. will end up picking those losses but i don't think so either but i they're gonna happen. happen yeah but it's like i don't know that i have the confidence in like picking buffalo to beat them for example but like i i would not be surprised if that's like the game they drop for example because that just seems like the game yeah. that they would drop um yeah. what's the coin say we go into the coin for the last one, did we? I don't think I mentioned. Uh, oh. We didn't. The coin picked Washington to win uh, that game. So, exciting. Oh, I guess you could say. Let's see what the coin has to say for this one. Coin is going with the Steelers. Pause. First unanimous pick uh, is the 10 0 team. We're all feeling very brave this week. I have a feeling there will be zero disagreements this week. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. There's a couple. We'll there's a couple. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. That would be pretty boring if there's no disagreements, but that's just what happens in life. Sometimes. If we ever go a week without a disagreement, I would really like for that to be a week where we go like 16 and 0 together. I think that'd be super yeah. cool. <laughs> that would be great for this show. <laughs> okay. Let's, um, next up. Next up, the exciting AFC East matchup. Uh, <laughs> Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. And obviously, I'm going to be picking the Jets to win this one. Just kidding. The Jets will not win a game this year. I'm going on record and saying that again. Dolphins are going to win. Correct. Doesn't matter. Play Tua or Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, Jets are way more likely to go 0-16 than the Steelers are to go 16-0, I think. Um, yes. I don't know if that's a popular opinion, but I, I it becomes a little bit more obvious every week how bad the Jets are. Um, so th- they're a good football team. A lot of people forget that. <laughs> a lot of people forget that because they haven't won any games. <laughs> Stupid, Whatever that means. Stupid take. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, yeah, definitely going to go Dolphins. Um, whether it's Fitzpatrick or Tua, I, honestly, I, I think that um, it, it's weird that Ryan Fitzpatrick always ends up being the quarterback that people say this about, but this could honestly be kind of a, a multidimensional team that that finds different kinds of success uh, with between the two of them. I think I think it was silly that Tua got benched today because um, he's this was his fourth start and he almost became the second quarterback in forty years to to win his first four starts. Um, which I don't know if you know this, but Ben Roethlisberger was the other one. But um, I I think he's had a pretty exciting breakout start, but he's also still you know a young kid leading an emerging franchise, so you can't expect the world of him. Um, so I'm kind of honestly excited about the concept of Fitzpatrick, which is a quarterback who's been in the game for a long time and made a lot of his career about stabilizing teams that are having a hard time being stable. Um, I think that those two 
could actually form a really interesting storyline together, but I understand why no quarterback likes to share that spot. I certainly don't blame them for that. So um, I'm going to be watching this team pretty closely moving forward, especially after the uh, spanking of seven points that they took from my Denver Broncos today. So, yeah, I'm going to be. That gave it because uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw, a, threw an interception in the end zone as they were dragging down the tie at the end. Yeah. It's nice to see other quarterbacks throw interceptions in Denver. (laughs) That's the duality of Fitzpatrick. You're either going to have a great performance and steal the game, or he's just going to blow it for you. (laughs) You're either going to get Fitz magic or Fitz tragic. You never know which one it's going to (laughs) be. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Coin, by the way, going with the Jets. Uh, Incredible. It's almost like it's a 50-50 chance. Which, speaking of which, I don't think we updated the coin score at the beginning. Is the coin still no. pretty close to even? No. Mm, they, we four and eight last week. Eight. There's a chance for the coin to get back up to six and eight, which, I mean, isn't really too terrible for sure. literal chance. But anyway, what, what do you have to say about this next game? For All right, next up we have the Arizona Cardinals taking on the New England Patriots. Um, Arizona coming off of what I'm sure was a frustrating Thursday night loss uh, with all eyes on them uh, traveling to Seattle. Uh, they were not able to pick up the the two for zero in the in the uh, divisional head-to-head. But um, honestly, like if they had to lose that game, I think they lost it in a fashion they can be relatively proud of. Uh, I honestly like at the beginning of the season, like this isn't a team that should be competing with the Seahawks at all. In my opinion, I don't know if you want to blame that on how messy the Seahawks defense has been, or if you want to, you know, like grant that honor to the Cardinals and say they're impressing people and playing above their potential. But either way, I mean, the Cardinals, um, I enjoyed watching that broadcast because it's it's nice seeing that people are actually putting some respect on them because the Cardinals are going to be a an actual player in the playoffs this this off uh, this uh this postseason um most likely alongside the the Seahawks and and the the Rams um they're kind of like the the AFC North of the NFC right now but uh <laughs> AFC North of the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I mean like two like two divisions will have three teams in the playoffs this year. Um so that's yeah. that's just a fact. Because you got the you have the NFC East and the AFC West. Both of those are stopping. Well, actually that's not true. Uh, I was gonna say that we were providing an extra spot since like, you know, yeah. four wild cards, you would think it'd be one per division, but it's really the, uh, brain freeze. Yeah. It's, it's probably the AFC West, honestly, because I don't think the well, Raiders I mean, will. Las Vegas is probably better than any team in the NFC East. So that's true. If they do have that going for them, <laughs> I'll put that out there. I mean, maybe Las Vegas will, maybe it'll actually be like, realistically, it could end up being the AFC East because like Las Vegas taking the spot for Miami is probably a, 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 a thing of decent likelihood at this point. Anyway, that's a crazy thing for us to have just talked about for Cardinals versus Patriots. The Cardinals <laughs> are traveling to Foxborough on Sunday. Um, when a week from today, 
to take on the Patriots, who are now even further away from that 500. It's going to happen. They're going to end the season with seven wins, bro. It's going to happen. I can see it. uh, And this will be one of those losses. The Cardinals are very, very, very good. Uh, I think if they had – I texted Drew before the game started on Thursday and said that I think that the quarterback who won that game was going to be named the MVP for the season. I still think that's true. I mean, we've been saying it's going to be Russ like pretty much all year. But I think if the Cardinals had won that game, um, Kyler Murray like probably would be like in, in the the front runner. This kid is incredible, and it's yeah, and it really is his franchise. I remember last year us saying like, you know, new coach, like fresh out of the college scene, new quarterback, like young is all as is all hell. This is first franchise. Like I, I'm excited for for Cliff and Kyler to like make this team their own and. I thought it would take them two or three years, but it took them like w- basically one season to stabilize and figure it out. And yeah, they are looking great for it. And I think that the the clear difference between new talent like K- Kyler Murray and um, it's kind of funny to call Cam old talent already because he won a Heisman while I was in high school. Well, I mean, like while I was in middle school. But I mean, honestly, like like people like Kyler Murray are, are why Cam Newton almost didn't have a job th- this season. Like, uh, cause these young quarterbacks are, are running their franchises and, and they're coming to play. And, and I, and I think there's going to be a clear gap between the two of them in this game. So yeah, I'm going to go cards on this one. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I'm going to be going with the Cardinals as well. Um, Patriots had a little bit better of a showing this week, but they were playing the Texans, so maybe take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, Cam definitely with his best passing uh, mm-hmm. game so far, throwing for 365 yards, which I feel like even like in his prime days that would have been a big yardage yeah. game for Cam Newton. Definitely, but uh, like you said, this Cardinals team has been really exciting to watch this year, and uh, I think there is a clear divide between the. Uh, abilities of these two teams Mm -hmm. so i will be going with the cardinals as well also worth noting cardinals have probably the best run defense i mean pass defense in in the nfc west right now so stylistically this is a tougher matchup than you know the seahawks for example which the patriots were able to like take a surprising win on a couple weeks ago unless i'm misremembering so something to think about (laughs) what about the coin the coin I dropped a coin and it rolled under my couch. So uh, we'll be flipping the Google coin. Uh, what coin, if we kissed on the Google coin? <laughs> coin going with the Patriots in this one. Sag. Google likes the Patriots. Uh, side note, before the Eagles played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, if you asked who won Super Bowl 52, it said the Patriots. So, clear clear ties to this franchise for Google. Anyway, yeah. up next, Panthers versus Vikings. Uh, both these teams with shocker games this week. Panthers uh, doling out some damage to the Detroit Lions on the road. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, on the other hand, were they at home or were they away? They were at home, got beat by the flailing Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, really have no idea what to make of either of these teams yeah. right now. I mean, we uh, say that about the Vikings every week yeah, for the for the I last honestly, two and a half years. <laughs> I honestly thought the Vikings were about to go on a run and still find their way to the playoffs somehow after starting like one and four. Yeah, But, I mean, honestly, that could still happen, but it, I'm less... 
confident in this team now after that loss. Uh, so there's definitely some questions on defense. They still had a good offensive performance, but that defense has just raised a lot of question marks all year long. Um, Panthers, they did shut out the Lions, but that is Lions. It's the Lions. <laughs> Matt Patricia's boys. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings in this one. They're at home. I think they established the run game early against this Carolina defense. Uh, as long as they're leaning on Dalvin Cook, I think that uh, they will do well, and I think they're going to take the win this week at home. Yeah, I actually do think the Vikings will find their way into the playoffs, but not even necessarily on their own merit. It's just like how uh, bottom weak the NFC is right now. Like, yeah. I mean, nobody in the NFC East will get a wild card spot. We've we've known that to be true for a while now, and uh, like it's probably not going to be Chicago. Just like even with the the advantage they opened themselves to, like the, it seems like they're determined to get rid of it. And uh, yeah. like you know, San Francisco is not in the conversation, so there'll only be three from the West. And so then it really comes down to like the Falcons or the Vikings, and I take the I take the Vikings out of those two for sure. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, like I said, outside their own merit, we're probably looking at like the eighth seed from the NFC right now. Um, and I think that this game is really going to be where that uh, is comes to be confirmed because if they drop games like the Panthers, like that's how you lose the momentum that the Bears are trying so desperately to hand you right now by like completely throwing away their season. The Bears seem like hellbent on getting the Vikings to the playoffs. And so it, it'll really just come down to if they can capitalize on these really easy weeks, because you're going to get smacked by the Packers. You're going to get smacked by, uh, you know, like some of these other like really strong teams from inside the, inside the conference. Uh, so you like, you have to pick up these wins against like the Panthers in order to find yourself into that eight seed. So yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings on this one. Um, what about the coin? Coin. What do we have to say about this one? Coin. The Vikings as well. So. Cool. Yeah, the, the Vikings have Tampa Bay. They got Chicago. They got New Orleans. That's what I'm saying. Like that, like you're gonna they're probably gonna get smacked by the NFC South. So like yeah. you you gotta win today and you gotta beat Detroit in week 17, or else or else it's all for naught. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, real quick, I just wanted to say I I ch- I've already checked. I didn't the the Patriots actually did not beat the Seahawks, but it was one of their highest scoring games of the season. That's what I had yeah, remembered. Like yeah. So okay. <clears throat> Next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Cleveland Browns. Um, I think we already both kind of said how we felt about this one earlier when we were talking about the AFC playoff picture. Um, Jacksonville is probably counting their lucky stars that the jets exist. Otherwise they'd be the worst team in the league. <laughs> but at the same time, probably kicking themselves for winning a game, uh, lessening their chances of getting Trevor Lawrence next year's draft. So that's true. Going to have to stay with, with a uh, Garner Minshew. You hate to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Minshew mania will reign another <laughs> Your Can you believe play. that was a storyline they were selling at one point this year? This team is one and nine. Give me a break. I haven't been excited to watch Jacksonville play all year, man. Who did they beat? 
uh, the Colts, I think, in week one. That's right. I forgot about that. Week yeah, week solid, yeah, a solid a uh, solid eight or nine loss streak. You love to see it. Uh, Cleveland, almost like getting the season they've been owed for the last few years. Like they're not even that good, but their schedule's so easy. It's like finally, like no matter no matter what, Cleveland, you guys can be in the playoffs this year. Like it, like the stars are lining up. They got the AFC South as the division they had to play against. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's been terrible. Everything's looking good for, for the Browns. Um, so I have enjoyed watching them play, even if they haven't been doing that well. Oh, and they got the NFC East. Like, he, like their schedule yeah. is so easy this year. So, yeah, uh, this is definitely another example of, of how easy of a schedule this, this ended up being for them. Um, looking at eight and three here in week 12, which is – Certainly not where I think their performance would have them be. Like, it, they're they're like they're like officially but unofficially the second best team in the AFC North right now. So, yeah, I'm gonna I think take. They're gonna get blasted in the first round of the playoffs, but that's okay. At least they're gonna make the playoffs. Who would they be hosted by? I mean, they're gonna be like what fifth or sixth seed? Like, I guess like Indianapolis. They'd probably get smacked by Indianapolis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Any of the like Kansas City, uh, Kansas City will probably be the second seed, and so whoever's the <laughs> any of the division winners would kill this team. I think. I agree. Yep. Steelers already have killed this team. Chiefs would kill this team. Bills and and Colts. the Colts. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, and for but anyway, we're both for the Browns <laughs> for the Browns fans out there, which kind of includes Drew and I. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, they're gonna pick up like eleven wins doing nothing this year, and that's okay because you know what they deserve it. They went, they went zero and sixteen in my and, and while I was in high school, like like enjoy being kind of good for once. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about the coin? Coin, coin, not going with the home team this time. Coin finally picking the away team, and very smart decision to do so. You love to see it. What's next? Up next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders going to play the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Raiders don't know how they fared this week yet. They're in a close game with Kansas City right now. There's under three minutes left. It's 20-24 Kansas City. Uh, Raiders have the ball, and they're driving. Uh, that is useless information when talking about next week's game, though, because they're a better team than the Atlanta Falcons, and they will win. Uh, so I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Um made the mistake of picking the Falcons last week. I'm really upset about that. Uh, I think that was just my internalized Jameis Winston hatred coming out. <laughs> Jameis Winston didn't even start for Saints, though. <laughs> I, I picked that game purely out of the rage of five years ago, him getting benched for, like, yelling dumb stuff on campus. Like, ever since then, I've been, like, hell-bent on, on rooting against this poor uh, this poor football boy. <laughs> like, he's not done anything wrong. <laughs> Uh, well, he did, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be going with the Raiders as well, uh, against all things that make me happy in this world. Um, Raiders are looking pretty good, they've shut me up, that's for sure. Like, I definitely, a lot of my, a lot of my criticisms of this squad, um, have come to pass. Like, I'm, I certainly do not look at, uh, at Derek Carr as someone who's just being like, outclass left and right which he was a year ago but I, you know what like i i can really tell that he recognized that and 
as much as I hate this team, I got to respect that. So um, Falcons is not a particularly hard matchup for them. A lot of one-sided games this week. So yeah, yeah. going to be going Raiders as well. This would be the week we go 16. Honestly, like if we ever agreed on every game, like we'd almost certainly go 16 and 0, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this seems like the most likely out of any week we've recorded. Yeah. Happened, so, uh, coin going with the Falcons in this one. Let's go. Uh, okay. Coin. Okay. Next up, we have our adopted child, the Buffalo bills <laughs> hosting our baby. Our, our baby hosting the Los Angeles Chargers, um, who were handed a one free win coupon by the New York Jets just they just earlier today. <laughs> they they didn't make it easy either. They did not. So uh, only the Chargers could make that game look close, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The Bills are way better than the Chargers, so here's another one-sided game. I don't know. I like to pick upsets on this show, but none of these look like upsets worth picking. i got to be honest. Uh, Definitely agree. Yeah. Bills are, I mean, for for no reason continuing to be, like, just completely slept on. Like, this is, like... This team is going to go into the playoffs as like the third or fourth best team in the AFC and probably get a pretty easy first round. And like, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they fared pretty well against a, against a Kansas city or, or a Pittsburgh in in the second round. We don't know what the bracket is going to look like just yet, but um, I think, I think Buffalo could be kind of this year's Tennessee. That's like, oh yeah, I didn't think they were bad, but I sure am surprised they made it to the AFC Championships. Um, so I don't see I don't see Buffalo making the the Super Bowl, but I I do see them finding themselves in an AFC Championship if the bracket looks nice. Um, so the games like this are going to be where I think that really shows because when when they take on teams like the Chargers, I, I think like at least the respect I hear people putting on their name is like they never really like flimsy against flimsy teams. Like they always can hold their own, like against the teams they should beat. They don't get upset very easily. So it's like, it's like the kind of close games that they end up looking somewhat faulty in. So yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo on this one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was, but when you were just talking about uh, them playing in the playoffs this year, it made me really excited to watch the playoffs and like, cause after I'm, I mean, the Eagles might be in the first round, but after that, they certainly won't be. Uh, makes me excited to watch meaningful football and not have to care about uh, my team playing. I don't know. There's just oh, it's a treat. <laughs> just comfort. There's just uh-huh. comfort in that. Like, sure, you pull for teams, but you're not going to have your week ruined if a certain team doesn't win. So I'm just yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, it's the relationship I've always been able to have with League where I can just watch a game and it's like, oh, look, the better team was better. I love this sport. <laughs> it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So or, all that to say, uh, I'm going to go with the Bills to win this one. I'm sure yeah. no one's surprised about that. Bills one of the nice surprises of the past couple years of the NFL after some hard years in the past decade. Uh, good to see them succeed. We're yep. both enjoying that. Uh, Coin hates the Bills. Uh, Coin going with the Chargers in this one. Uh, although we know Coin channels uh, Brendan. So the phone chargers. 
The fun Chargers. Actually, that's not even true because Brendan doesn't pick the Chargers to win. He doesn't ever expect the Chargers to win. So, because he's on that, he's on that AFC West copium that I've been thriving off of for the last few years. I I need a a, a hit. Of <laughs> I don't I don't want to care anymore. <laughs> it hurts every week, I, and I'm sure. By the time next Monday night rolls around, I'll be like, all right, time to watch the Eagles again. Yeah. And maybe it'll be different this week. And it is. Yeah. And then you get to watch the Broncos win by seven against a somewhat shaky Dolphins. Be like, oh my gosh, do we just win? Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's it's hard out here. But <laughs> What's next? We make do. Next. Ooh, I'm glad you asked. We've got the Giants taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, this is crazy. Giants could be first place in the NFC East after this upcoming week. Um, currently three and one in the division at the moment. Uh, that one loss coming to the Cowboys back when they still had Dak. Actually, this game Dak got injured. Uh, no, three two. I'm sorry, they lost to the Eagles once, beat the Eagles once, uh, swept the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bengals lost Joe Burrow today. ACL tear, uh, horrible injury. Horrible yeah. to see that happen to. As if things player. weren't bad enough. <laughs> the year just continues to get worse. So, uh, prayers up for Joe Burrow. Hopefully, he uh, is able to come back just as dominant next year as he was starting to look this year. Uh, hopefully, they can get some more talent around him so that his career doesn't just go to waste on a bad team. <laughs> but anyway. I think the Giants will win this. Um, they're really not looking all that terrible. Um, I mean, their wins against the Eagles and the and Washington, but uh, they they seem like they're starting to put things together for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Daniel Jones has been taking care of the ball better. Uh, he's looked like a better passer. Uh, he obviously he can run the ball. He's been doing that pretty well the last few weeks. He's one of the fastest quarterbacks in the league. Uh, strangely enough would not think that <laughs> just looking at him or right. watching him play. But um, yeah, I think the Giants are going to come out on top of this one. They're going to go into Cincinnati and come out with a win. Yeah, I think the Giants, um, for better or for worse, they're just their games are starting to look more and more close, which is really all you can hope for with a team like them. I mean, obviously their last two games were both wins, but it's against y'all's division, so I don't count those for anything. But <laughs> like, I mean, like seeing them... Um, I'm trying to find the game that it was that I was like relatively impressed with. Uh, where is it? Uh, oh, hold on. I know which one it was. Wait, sorry. <laughs> this is great radio, but I'm trying to make a point. Okay, yeah, what I was going to say, uh, the Giants going 23-25 and 25 against Tampa Bay actually really surprised me. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That... That was the game where I was like, this is what separates this team from like uh like the Jets, for example. Like you like you have an awful team and you have a team that's like just clearly lost uh what like their previous identity and and is in the process of figuring out what their new identity is. Um like their their play calling has impressed me. Their stat lines are like not awful. They're not getting smacked anymore. They, and they managed to put up some divisional wins and that's what matters. So yeah, I mean, Cincinnati is in shambles right now. So this should be a pretty easy win for the giants, but they will lose if they make it to the playoffs. 
And it's not really a victory to make it to the playoffs um, in that division this year because it'll almost certainly be a team with with five wins that does. Um, But like you know what, like good for them. I mean, like I don't, I don't like. I would hope that it's it doesn't just become well that just proves how bad this division was. But I know that's what people will say if the Giants make it to the playoffs. But yeah, I'm gonna go Giants here as well. Coin also going with the Giants. Awesome. Zero disagreements. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be that kind of week. Next up, we have the closest game of the week, I'd say. The Tennessee Titans uh, taking on the Indianapolis Colts, this time in Lucas Oil Stadium. The last match between these two was but two weeks ago, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, in oh, Indianapolis. Right. Oh, one week yep. ago. Oh yeah, well yeah. Today, <laughs> yeah, today Sunday. Yeah, yeah. A week from, a week before Thursday, like ten days ago, in the time that Drew and I live in right now on, on November twenty second. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they made it look pretty easy in Nashville. Um, so I was actually going to pick Tennessee to win this one um, because it is just extremely AFC South for these teams to beat each other uh, on the road. Uh, seemed like the postseason storyline, but um, you know, you know, just trying to play retirement. Really managed to make uh, Los Angeles, and my family of Colts fans have all been pleased with how it's been so far. Uh, so I'm feeling good about them. I think I think that they're probably going to be the fourth seed, but. That's okay. That's much better than I would have had them at the beginning of this year. So, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Indianapolis on this one. But I think it'll be closer than it was last time, <clears throat> because Tennessee, if nothing else, has um, surpri- impressed me. I guess with what I assume is a good game tape culture. Um, obviously, there's no way of knowing behind the scenes, but like this one against the Ravens proved that like they've really figured out how to adapt um, and like learn from previous games, whether it be those wins or losses. So. I'm going to go Indianapolis. How are you feeling? Uh, it's crazy because I, I think at the beginning of this year, I would have thought Indianapolis would probably be third seed – or not third seed, uh, third place in this division mm-hmm. in the AFC South because Texans looked good at the end of last year. Titans looked good at the playoffs. But here we are uh, after week 11, Colts sitting at 7-3, and three, top of the division, um, looking like they're going to pick up another win next week against the Titans because I'm going to be picking the Colts as – if they, they, if they, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you cut out. They, I didn't realize they, you were talking. Should, oh, you're good. They showed some resilience against uh, the Titans <clears throat> the first time they played mm-hmm. because they fell behind early, and then Titans put up 17 in the first half, and then they didn't let them score at all in the second half. Uh, so, yeah, and then they showed resilience again this week at home against the uh, Packers. So I am liking what I'm seeing out of this team, and I think they're gonna. They're going to do things this year. I think they're going to win their division. Uh, They're going to win this week. What were you going to say? 
I was just going to say, if they win this game, this division is practically unlosable because they'd have like the head-to-head advantage over Tennessee. So um, definitely a win I'm sure they're looking for. And I just want to say to my Titans friends out there, I know I've picked against them like four times in a row, and I feel bad about that because I actually really do think they're a good team. But um, yeah. I don't, I'm just not feeling – I'm not feeling like they – can can take this one personally the Colts have always had the titans number that's just how it's been as long as i've been alive so except for the one game i went to when peyton was on the bench and we got smacked and the rednecks behind us were rooting for peyton to get put on the field so that the titans could break his neck <laughs> my goodness that's a proud to be around uh, sure. yeah we were wearing our colts jerseys and this guy was like you'd have to be a retard to be a colts fan like just yelling oh. at us yeah <laughs> the fun side of the nfl <laughs> of nashville <laughs> those, those awesome fans yeah all right uh coin again just hates being labeled as a titans fan i guess not going with the titans picking their biggest rival the colts mm-hmm Shocking development here mm-hmm. from uh, in here in Cookville, Tennessee. Uh, up next, uh, Jacob's going to talk about this game. I was really hoping he would go first. Uh, <laughs> the Broncos are hosting the Saints. I am kind of on the hopium. I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> I think we might have a shot. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, Saints offense, somewhat worse for wear. Our secondary defense has has been very unimpressive. But today was a better um, was a better showing for for our defense than than we've had for most of this season. My, my biggest qualm with the Broncos right now, honestly, is uh, McManus for as 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 good of a kicker as he is. Um, it's like Locke just simply could not finish a series. Like every time we make it to the red zone, it ends up being on McManus's shoulders. Um, I mean, like even today, like, you know, like for every touchdown we scored, we also had to put up a field goal at one point because that's just how the Broncos are. So that's like why usually um, against functioning teams, it's kind of hard to pick them because, you know, you would hope that a team like the Saints would, be able to to take care of that and also it's like we always go into halftime with with some degree of momentum and then come out of the half with just no momentum whatsoever but that was another thing that we kind of popped a hole in today so that's like why i want to pick the broncos but i'm not going to because like if anything on the saints is in shambles right now it's their offense and their, their defense is still like just as fine as it's always been um and that's like really kind of the stat check for the broncos right now like if it's a team that can that can manage to like stop them like in the red zone, then like we will certainly allow you to stop us in the red zone. So like whether the saints are on their first or second or third or fourth or 12th stream quarterback, like at the end of the day, we're still probably only going to put up 15. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go saints on this one. However, I I'm feeling a little bit better about it every week right now. I don't know. I, I think, I think we have a shot, but I not, not worth breaking this this very happy week of agreements that we've had so far. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say someone in the deep pits of despair of still hoping for your team to look better every week. Don't go down that road. <laughs> uh, 
It's better to not care about your team. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but, yeah. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Um, they look pretty good, but even with Taysom Hill making his first career start today. Granted, they were playing the Falcons, not the biggest heat check of all time. But Falcons took care of us, though. So. <laughs> that's true. So, <laughs> a, a, X beats Y, Y beats Z, so X beats Z. That's it. it for for as often and memeable that logic is on this show. I mean, there's some there's some clear truth to it. So like, sure. like I'm, I'm not gonna say, oh well, it's the Falcons when like the Falcons made us look like the Falcons. True. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, coin going with you guessed it, the Broncos. Let's go. He knows I mean, I'm in my jammies. Coin always do be picking the Broncos <laughs> when you don't. <laughs> and, and he always loses that disagreement except for this week. <laughs> You're hoping. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I mean, like, today. Like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I should, I keep Hopefully also next day. week. I, I'm happy to be wrong about it every time. <laughs> like, I'll keep yeah. being wrong about it. That's how I need to be about uh, the Eagles just... Mm-hmm. Stop picking them to win, but if they do, hey, there you go. Uh, that's a horrible outlook to have on life in general. Yeah, for anyone who's listening, but for the NFL, <laughs> it's different. <laughs> uh, up next, a a uh, NFC West matchup: mm-hmm. 49ers going to Los Angeles to play Battle the Rams. of SoCal. <laughs> Battle of SoCal, correct. Uh. Niners actually won this game the last time, and it was a shock because mm-hmm. they had not been looking good up to that point. Um, I do not think they'll win this one. Rams have looked pretty good. They they looked really good tomorrow night when they beat the Buccaneers. Uh, speaking Wait. of someone who already has seen that game in the future. Wait, no. <laughs> no, the Bucs are going to win. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Rams to win this mm-hmm. matchup. I don't think they're going to be season swept. But yeah. I think the Rams are uh well actually I guess this would be the Cardinals. I I what a team from the NFC West is gonna smack a team from the NFC East at home in the wild card round of the playoffs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just because of how seeding works. Um what's the score? Oh my word, they scored? KC just got a pick to seal the game, so game over. I mean, I picked them to wins, but I hate the Chiefs. Okay, anyway. It's another win for us this week. Pog. Yeah, I don't think that the Niners will win this game. Um, They had not been looking great up to that point, but they at least looked better than they do right now. Um, I mean, even with a, even with a win this week, the Niners have just been – this has been a very messy year for them. Um, lots of lows, not too many highs, um, and and – more and more, it's looking like they're just kind of they they don't really know what works. Like a lot of other teams, um, like have figured out some sort of like okay, look at the Titans for example. The Titans aren't the best team in the league, but they figured out like every time we put it in Derrick Henry's hands, like we're gonna get points, and like that that's like one like key ingredient that's missing from the Niners right now. Like they don't have like teams with a roster as talented as theirs, even in like a bad coaching year can still kind of figure out like one thing that works and abuse it to like six or seven free wins. Um, 
and that's been kind of like the the missing ingredient. The the Rams, on the other hand, have been better than than that being necessary. They've they've found multiple routes to success. They've been putting up um, some of their very high scoring games, like we like we've known them for, and have been making those games less and less close because that was always our criticism. Like you know, sure the Rams will put up fifty on any given day, but they'll let any other team put up fifty two that same day if they're not careful. Um, and they haven't really been that way. Like they're they're winning by a touchdown or like a touchdown to field goal more and more often, and while still getting thirty. And that's like you know that's that's where you want to see the Rams being if you're a Rams fan like I kind of am. So um, yeah. I, I, th- I think that this is not a loss that they'll take twice. Um, just how I feel. The league in general right now, I think is not very conducive to like two O's within divisions, honestly. Um, except for like the Steelers and, and Ravens, which ironically is like the two closest teams at the top of any division, in my opinion. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to be taking the Rams on this one. What was the coin safe? The wacky coin back at it again, picking the, 49ers. Wow. Nice. There are three games left and we still haven't disagreed. Don't Hog. see us probably disagreeing on any of these three. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was wondering if you were gonna pull your no. classic one free point for, for Jacob. Nope. <laughs> we'll not be doing that this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bucks are incredible. Uh Probably top five for me. Uh, there's some people I've talked to who think that they're the number one team in the league. Like, no joke, like Kansas City is why I think they're not. Like, because Kansas City in a lot of ways is just like a slightly more fine-tuned uh, Tampa Bay. Because Tampa Bay yeah. has has put a lot of has put a, a lot of their worth in having a variable offense and just being able to score a lot of points in a lot of different ways. And like no team embodies that more than, than Kansas City does. So um I'm expecting this to be a shootout. If Tampa Bay wins, it'll be because their defense, which we were so um, uh, complimentary of last year, like kind of carrying this team to an eight and eight finish. Like if that defense really shows up and, and walls Patty, like then that's that that is a path to success. But like no defense in the league can wall Patty right now. He is just an incredible. He's he's having almost his best season so far and that's crazy and there's only been three of them and it's gonna be like this forever and i hate it. forever <laughs> it For is the rest of time i thought i was at dinner with my dad and grandfather the other day and i was like yeah the chiefs will be good when i'm ready to retire and my grandfather was like i didn't know you were planning on retiring in 20 years <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah my dad doesn't think that they'll hold on to patrick forever but i i think in this league like Young quarterbacks finding success this quickly almost guaranteed means if he ever switches, it'll be for like one or two seasons with the Jets or something like that. Like like they all have to do at the end of their career. But I would not be surprised if Patrick Mahomes is thirty six or thirty seven before we hear about him not being the quarterback for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be taking. The, the new guard of the quarterback talent against the old guard in this one. And uh, I'm going to be giving this one to the Chiefs, unfortunately. <laughs> I think it's an interesting way to go, Chiefs. I think picking against the Chiefs in any game at this point would be questionable. Uh, yeah. If they're playing the Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers, also a case for them not being the best team in the league that – Yikes! Thirty-eight to three loss they took against yeah. the Saints. 
couple weeks ago. Very Italian. I I don't think I could ever not maybe not ever. I don't think I can see the Chiefs losing a game like that this year by yeah. any means. Um, I'm going to be going to Chiefs as well. They are ten and one right now. Nine and one. Nine and one. Uh, so still just a game behind Pittsburgh for that uh, number one seed in the AFC. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think they will probably eventually overtake them if I had to guess. I wouldn't be super surprised. I could also see the Chiefs going 14-2 or 15-1. and one, So, Yeah, I agree. Coin? Uh, known Brady fan Coin is going with the uh, Buccaneers. You hate to see it. You do hate to see that. Uh, just like you hate to see what's going to happen to Nick Foles next week when oh the gosh. Bears play the Packers. <laughs> um, just actually, oh. Nick Foles, oh, that was actually, that sounds that was, like it was in bad taste because Nick Foles is actually injured now. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I was going to yeah, say, that was a great segue. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bears going to play the Packers. Bears don't have Nick Foles. Uh, I think he had a pretty minorly, at least serious injury. Uh, so, Things already weren't going to look good if he was playing. Now they're going to be even worse if they have to play <laughs> Trubisky. Yeah, for real. Uh, this is a Sunday night game, so yikes. Uh, Packers they're, are going to win. <laughs> they're <laughs> really good at scheduling <laughs> primetime yeah. games this year. Well, to be fair, um, it's been a weird year. <laughs> I don't That's know if, you, if, any, if any of our listeners knew that, but it's been kind of a strange year this year. Um, and the NFL is no exception to that. So, <laughs> Packers uh, win this game, though. Yeah, for sure. No question about it. Um, yeah, the Bears, uh, at the beginning of the year, like all those imposter memes about them, like not really fitting in among the, uh, among the, uh, uh, the, the undefeated, undefeated teams. teams. Yes, thank you. Yeah. My brain kept saying winless for some reason. I was like, no, the opposite of winless. And then I was like, looseless. And I was like, that's not it. Anyway, the Bears, all those memes have really come to uh, have aged like fine wine. The Bears are certainly not impressive. I would love to see Khalil Mack escape this franchise. <laughs> uh, because I certainly would be happy not rooting for them anymore. Because it's been rough, and I think uh, even with this game that the Packers had today, where it was kind of embarrassing that they weren't able to close it out in the in, in the couple of different circumstances. Um, one, I knew that was going to happen anyway. And two, like the Packers are still a pretty good team. Um, if 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 nothing else, I know we say this all the time on this show. This is probably another bingo square, but like that—that that really is a win that I'd rather chalk up to the to the Colts rather than like a loss that I want to chalk up to the Packers. Realistically, uh, I, I don't yeah. see any—I don't see any path to victory for for the Bears, especially if if uh, the like forty third best quarterback in a thirty two team league is going to be starting for them. So, yeah, definitely going to be going with uh, <laughs> the Packers on this one. Shocking. Shocking! How did this team? How did this team win thirteen game, twelve games, two years ago? Khalil Mack. <laughs> just Khalil Mack. It didn't matter. I mean, he had an insane year, bro. I don't know. They like nobody could score against them. Their defense was just out of control that year. That's literally all it was. They were holding like fifteen points a game. Yeah, that was pretty. 
Even when the Eagles won against them in the playoffs, they won with like 16 points. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even matter that they didn't know how to score themselves because nobody could score against them. True. True, true. Bisky. Um Trubisky, correct. Um, up next, I get, it's supposed to be your turn, but yeah, go for it. We'll continue with the trend. I'll let me go first because it's, it's Battle of the Boyds as <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles are hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, old prediction here: the Eagles will lose. <laughs> That is not a bold prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good uh, football franchise are the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's an actual bold prediction. They will have their highest scoring point total of the season. I actually think that's pretty realistic. They will still lose. Yeah. Because the Seahawks defense is bad. But actually, you know what? I don't even know if we're going to score that many points because we're just so poorly coached. It's just things that are just so obvious to people who watch the Eagles play. For some reason, the coaching staff cannot figure that out. It's mm-hmm. literally every time, every week this happens. Like today, when they were playing the Browns, first drive that the Eagles get the football, they are leaning heavily on the run. They get all the way down inside the five-yard line, turn it over, unfortunate fumble uh, on a running play. But then – after they had like 60 rushing yards on that drive, and then they just abandoned the run, and they just like Carson Wentz stand in the pocket and throw the ball and win us this game. First of all, you can't just abandon the run that early when you have success like that. Second yeah. of all, Carson Wentz has always been better rolling out of the pocket, throwing on the move, and our coaching staff calls maybe one or two plays a game. That allow him to do that. The other like time, options, yeah, yeah. The other times they're having him just stand in the pocket, and our O line has been just like a revolving door this year, so it's not been good. And teams are just feasting on our O line and just getting to Carson Wentz every single play, and he yeah. never looks comfortable in the pocket. And it's just the ineptitude of this play calling just makes me so mad every week. I'm so tired of getting my hopes up. And just watching this team play horrible football. I've not enjoyed watching one of these. Not even I enjoyed the 49ers game. That was yeah. it. The even the other two wins that we got, I really didn't enjoy watching because we mm-hmm. looked so bad. So they're gonna lose. Uh they're gonna get blown out by the Seahawks. I don't care. Uh prove me wrong, but yeah. I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, an O line to make the Seahawks O line look good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think like I I it, it, if I had to give an out an accolade to the Eagles right now, they have like the most predictable offense in the league. Like it, really it is. It's so sad. Yeah. Like I was literally watching with Jake earlier. Jake watches maybe three Eagles games a year. Uh-huh. Me, just when he's with me. And he was like, Yeah, why don't they roll Carson Wentz out? He looks a lot more comfortable outside the pocket throwing the ball. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Anyone and- with eyes can see that. <laughs> It's almost like like the the three or four Eagles games I've catched this year. It seems like each quarter they just tried one play like over and over and yes, literally. Yeah, they their drives are fizzling for essentially nothing. And yeah, it's been really frustrating. Obviously, um, so the Seahawks, uh, because of how the narrative works in the NFL, are are likely already being like trash because of a couple rough weeks, but uh, 
like I said last week, no no team can be perfect in in this league anymore. I think, and and every team is going to show weaknesses. Like this is still a team that could that could pretty easily win a Super Bowl ring this year. Um, so I I don't expect the Eagles to be a challenge, and I think the fact that they were able to stand their ground and have a nice close but but solid victory against the Cardinals um is kind of proof of of like that kind of being behind them um so feeling a little bit better about the Seahawks right now super don't expect them to lose to the Eagles so that will make this a 16 agreement week <laughs> the first ever i think it is so that's exciting you guys are witnessing NFL's history I named last week's episode disagreement uh, disagree a palooza 2020 and I'm going to name this one agree a palooza 2020 <laughs> yeah this moronic idiotic stupid coin picked the eagles to win <laughs> I hope the coin is right but I do not see that coming to pass. I can't believe they'll be in the playoffs. Bro. <laughs> Maybe not even anymore. I mean, they're only half a game up. Literally, so it's the Eagles at three, six, and one. Other are at three and seven. So, uh, still a lot of time left for the other teams to catch up. And uh, I don't think it'll be Washington, but it'd be really funny if it was. Put me, put me out of my misery, please. Don't make <laughs> me hope that this team can win a playoff game. They won't. I can go they ahead and absolutely with that. won't. But when they make it to the playoffs, I'm gonna be like, oh, I can't wait to watch the Eagles play playoff football. The fifth seed will probably be the Cardinals, and they will probably get smacked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or maybe it'll be the Bucks. Either way, <laughs> they're gonna get smacked. Uh thank you everybody for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, from ours to yours. I am thankful that we get to do this show every week. It makes this sport enjoyable for me so yes. um thank you andrew for recording the show with me and thank you everybody who listens i am very thankful for it hasn't been you know like amazing rocket growth but we have grown a pretty decent amount in our in our audience and our uh like comfort with the show i guess you could say just kind of like i think i think this year i i've felt pretty confident about um how well we've come into the format and um yep that was something i was really worried about at the beginning of the year because we when we found out that we weren't going to be able to record together uh so thank you everybody for listening i appreciate i'm gonna sneeze um <laughs> petunias <sighs> man i really would like to just get it out <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll deal with that off screen anyway uh yeah seriously I'm thankful for you, Drew. I'm thankful for our audience. And, of course, most importantly, I'm thankful for our sponsors, HBO Max. Make sure to watch the Snyder Cut. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really good, guys. I promise. Um, Justice League was a good movie the whole time. And, <laughs> and, and you will all see my truth. Anyway, I slept for six hours last night, and it's looking like I'm going to catch another six. So I'm going to dab on out of here. I am Jacob Wilkinson. I'm Drew Wade, and as always, I've got the coin with me. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there.